Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Today, I have it titled as Jesus Paid It All. I could technically just uh, end right there with a period and call it a day and pray for you. And that statement in itself is so powerful. Um, But it's an old hymn uh, that I love so much. And uh, it was sung at Pastor Mark Hankins' meeting. It's not the only time I've heard it. It's just, you know, it just happened to come up last week. And I love it. You know, my sister-in-law sings it. Uh, under the tent and my my husband sings it I think he just sung it on uh, didn't he sing it on uh, Sunday Maddie I wasn't in there but I heard uh, because Brooklyn actually oh Ted I was just talking about you I was just saying how I might have a cheese board for dinner because you're out of town because that would not satisfy you you'd say that's an appetizer and then you want a meal so because you're not here I might do it All right, back to Jesus Paid It All. So we sang that song, and I love that song. And then Brooklyn's been on the kick of uh, Jesus Paid It All. And, you know, the other day she has asked me to play it on repeat. So every day we've had it on repeat. Jesus Paid It All, All to Him I Owe. Sin Has Left a Crimson Stain, He's Washed It White as Snow. And then she had me print out the lyrics. So, so Brooklyn is practicing, memorizing, and singing that song. And, you know, while I was sitting with her and she kind of was listening to the song and, and, and singing it and trying to hear it, I was just like think, thinking of how exactly powerful that statement is, that Jesus paid it all. Like what he did on the cross what he did on Calvary that day should totally give us the, the boldness that we need, uh, the authority that we're supposed to walk in, the faith. You know, it is the calling card. It is everything to us as Christians that Jesus paid it all. It is everything to us. That's how we can have access. That's how we can have every spiritual blessing that he's given to us. Is that that very moment that he went as the sacrificial lamb on the cross. Thank you, Kathy. I was actually thinking it doesn't. So you have encouraged me today that (laughs) that the sacrificial lamb that went to the cross that why are we Christians who just walk around defeated or fearful or sick or poor or, you know, brokenhearted? Why? Why as Christians are we living way below that we should live? Way below. Why as Christians are we living as someone who doesn't have a savior? We should never be on the same plane. We should never be equal to somebody who doesn't serve our mighty God. Amen. So when we get that revelation, you know, people say, oh, well, it is so wonderful that Jesus paid all. No, 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 no. There's a difference when you can say something and you're like, yeah, 
that's great, you know. Yeah, faith, 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 just a little bit of faith, you know. Just use what you got. You don't need a lot. And then, you know, people aren't living by faith. They're like, oh, yeah, I have faith the size of a, of a mustard seed. Oh, yeah, I have faith that can move mountains. But it's, it, it's like it's just a saying. Nobody really has the revelation of it. What about that? He's a mighty healer. Oh, yeah, Jesus heals. Oh, yeah, that's what he went for. The, you know, we, we, ha- we say a lot of things, but do we really believe it? Has it really registered in our spirit? The true revelation of Jesus paid it all. And so I'm, that's what I'm going to go through today. I'm going to go through, um, you know, how Jesus was the ransom, how Jesus, um, what, what he died for. What does it mean? What is the all? When Jesus paid it all, what is the all? What does the all stand for? What does the all represent? Because I, I don't want to see any more Christians live below the standards of what God has for us. It's, it's kind of like a slap in the face to our, 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 our Jesus, our Savior. Because he's like, you know what I went through? Do you know what that day was? What that cost me? How I felt? For, for me to go and do all of that for, for the sins, for, for people who hadn't even been born yet. He did that way before we, it was our time to be around. But he did that with such great love, which with such great trust to his heavenly father, because that was God's plan. That was God's plan was to send his only son to do exactly that. And he had such trust because he did at the very end, like kind of ask for a way out. Like, is there any other person that could take this cup? <laughs> any, anyone, anyone, Bueller, anyone, <laughs> anybody else? So, I mean, like he was a flesh man and for a split second, he was just like, but he had such great trust in his heavenly father that he was able to have that revelation of I'm doing this for now and for what's to come. And so when we get that revelation of Jesus paid it all. Hey, Nancy, good to see you from Denmark. I love you so much. Jesus paid it all. Then we shouldn't have to have a struggling thought as to why can't I live in peace? Why can't I live in finances above and beyond? Why can't I live in joy? Why, why, why is I feel like everything's always a struggle? Why do I have to constantly live with a broken heart? Why can't I move forward? But when we get that revelation, that light bulb in our spirit turns on and it's like, wait a second, this is what my savior did. This was what, he was the ransom. He shed his blood. He, he put his body up on the cross. So we don't have to do all of that. We don't have to do the atonement. We don't have to do the go into the holy of holies and sacrifice animals anymore. We don't have to do that. It was one spotless lamb that went before us that gave, they didn't kill him. He gave his life so we could live at a higher level, right? Because he he left us and said, what? Greater works you will do when I go to be with my heavenly father. Are you doing great works? Are you living at the level that you should be living? If not, it's fixable. 
If not, it's nothing to get down on yourself. Because like you know, what I always say, you don't put a cap on stuff. You don't put a cap on your faith. You don't put a cap on your giving. You don't put a cap on your time with the Lord. You don't cap, our, cap it. We, th that's what happens. Well, where's God? He didn't meet me. Where's, where's the Holy Spirit? Well, I feel alone. He left me. No, you left. You put a cap on it. He doesn't. He's into the overflow business. He's into the increase business. And so Jesus paid it all. All right. I wrote this down. Think about natural debt. We've, we, we could be in it right now. We could have been in it. And when you're out of it, what's that feeling? Whew. Like complete, it, it, it's like a complete imaginary weight is lifted off your shoulders. So to be burdened with debt and to think you'll never be set free from something is so much for us to comprehend, right? To know that you can never physically pay something off would, would be like a mental, mental problem for us, to be honest with you. Because that, people struggle with that all the time with natural debt. It overtakes their mind. It destroys their marriages. It puts wedges in their family. Uh, it, it makes people do crazy things. You know, pe there's people out there that uh, uh, owe people stuff. And it has caused suicide. Debt has caused suicide amongst people. It's a weight that was never intended for us to bear. So look what he did when he sent his son. A weight. Think about that. A debt is a weight he never intended for us to bear. And, and, and anything. Sin. Finances heaviness of, of, uh, of lack, you know, the, the void of joy, uh, any of that, we're not built to carry that heaviness. That, that's not his intentions. So God sent his son so we don't have to take care of that debt. He paid the debt once and for all. Now, our rightful place is ownership. Let's own what Jesus paid it all for. Let's own, let's step today into a time of ownership. Let's own our healing. Let's own our joy. Let's own our peace. Let's own our right mind. Amen? Let's own it. It's ownership time. This is a year. If we're talking about a year of transformation, then we have to take ownership in certain areas because we can't transform into anything if we're going to constantly look, look the same, be the same, go backwards. There's no ownership there. It's just there's no transformation. There's no anything. It's just stagnant. It, there's no growth. There's no overflow. There's no increase. And that is not meant for a child of God. Not meant. We, ended up, we end up putting ourselves in these predicaments, into these uh, positions, not God. He gives us a way out of everything. That was when Jesus paid it all. He gave us a way out of sin. He gave us a way out of living sick and diseased the rest of our lives. He's given us a way to live in overflow of finances. He set up the principle. He set up seed time and harvest. He's, he's, he set us up for the best. So if we're, we're living be, below the best that God has for us, we need to look back and uh, introspective, right? We need to look at ourselves and be like, 
Where have I lacked? What, what revelation do I need to get of the word of God? What revelation do I need to be stronger in? What, you know, sometimes we think we have it all figured out. We, we agree on Sunday with the pastor. We, we shout, we, we know the songs, and then we call it a day. But then when something arises, is that revelation going to be the brighter light in that situation? Or are we going to cave? I mean, it was shocking from 2020 to 2022 who I thought were people of great faith that just crumbled. You know, it was shocking and it was sad. It was sad to see people who were supposed to believe and live by faith and believe the word of God and in all reality did not, did not at all and cowered and cowered over it. But not us, not you, not me, not my kids, not my husband. We're, we're, not, we're not those people. We are not those people. We're going to get the revelation of Jesus paid it all. And what is that all? What is that all? All right. Colossians 2, 13 through 15. I, I chose the ESV for this one. And you who were dead in your trespasses and uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgotten us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross. I love it. I love that one line. Hold on one second. I'm going to take a drink. We're going to talk about that for one second. I love that one part because he said, I'm taking everything, everything that's not meant for you, everything that I don't want for you, everything that's not good, and I'm going to nail it to the cross. And what happens is we're taking those things down off the cross. We should have just taken down Jesus, but we're taking down the stuff that was nailed there. It's like we're taking the, the back end of the hammer, you know, the thing that gets the screws out. And it's like we're doing that. OK, Boop. we're taking those things off, you know, that that was nailed to the cross. Let's leave those things up there. Let's get that in our mindset. Jesus paid it all. Should I be struggling right now? No. Should I be in the valley? No. Should I be uh, having torment in my mind? No. Should I be walking around with a broken heart constantly? No. Should I be constantly walking around in offense and bitterness? No. But why? Because Jesus paid it all. Everything, spiritual blessing, we'll get to that. He's given to me. So that's what I'm going to walk in. It's just like when you get um, a, 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 a benefits package with something. Anything you can sign up, you can sign up for anything now. You can sign up for a box of clothes to come to your house every month. You can sign up for makeup to come to your cleaning products, uh, anything. You guys have car insurance. You get a benefits package. You get stuff that comes with it. Now, if we're not going to <clears throat> utilize all of that, when something comes up, say you get a, a makeup box you know, every month, a birch box or whatever brands out there. And you, you're supposed to get five things in it, but you keep getting two. How many of you are going to be like, 
um, okay with that? Anybody out there? Are you going to like call and be like, listen, this was the package I paid for. I paid for five things to come every month to me. This is what is owed to me. I want what I paid for. Same thing. Jesus paid the ultimate sacrifice. He went before. He paid sin. He paid sickness, disease, poverty. He went before us and paid it all. Now, I need to be on the receiving end. I need to receive what he did, right? I need to receive that. But if I don't see it manifesting in my life, am I going to be okay with it? No. (laughs) That's like most Christians. Wait a second. Why am I why am I living in an invisible prison? You know, if, if I'm saying if something was off, why, why, why am I constantly feel like every day is a bad day? Why do I feel like I can't catch a break? Why do I feel like, yeah, we're going to be like, let's figure this out. Why? Because I'm the kind of person that's like, I, I have a benefits package. This is what it was promised that I, I'm supposed to receive, right? Amen. It, it, you, if you become a Christian and Jesus is your savior, We got to work it. Faith is an action word. I can have the things God says for me. He says, this is what you do. You believe, you speak the right word of God, and then you shall receive, you shall receive, you shall receive, you shall receive. But the problem is we're not, we're not receiving. We're not doing those things. We're just like, oh, I'm saved. And then I'm going to do anything I want. I'm going to maybe listen to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is just a suggestion in my life. Or, you know, tithing. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll I'll tithe 10%. But offering, I mean, come on now. That's like asking too much. You know, it's it's that kind of mentality. It's like, why? I want it all. You want it all. I feel like we should have it all. Why? Because Jesus paid it all. Amen. So we should be walking at a higher level. All right. Then he set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. Amen. He holds the victory. And therefore, all he did was just hand the baton to us. We didn't have to fight the battle. We didn't have to go to the cross. We didn't have to take the lashings. We didn't have to take the the crown of thorns. We didn't have to take a spear on our side. I mean, I don't know about you, but like my daughter has zero pain tolerance. She like, you know, a little pinch and she does this weird sound and her face expression changes and talking about you, Maddie. (laughs) And so she has a zero pain tolerance. So, you know, I'm thinking like, hey, if you're that person, are you able to get a crown of thorns? Are you able to get whipped on your back with a whip with pieces of broken glass and rock and anything sharp ripping at your skin? How about nails, big metal nails going through your feet and your hands to hold your body up? Oh my gosh, the thought of it, the thought of it, the thought of it. I think we need to think of it more as Christians. It's like Easter comes around. It's the only time 
she exposed me. <laughs> That's the only time. You know, you're tough, Maddie. You'll punch someone so hard. You'll kick them. You'll fight them good. It's just you better never get hurt. <laughs> That's Maddie's. That's Maddie's weakness. <laughs> Don't you ever get hurt, Maddie. As long as, as long as she's hurting, she's good. As long as she's the herder. <laughs> as long as she's the herder, she's good. But we have to um, make sure we don't just like think about God's, what he did on the cross at Easter time. That's sometimes we just get that way. We get in like this routine. It's almost like, well, we only have to talk about the crucifixion. We only have to talk about what he did on the cross because it's Easter. No, every day think about it. Think about what he did on that cross. Think about what he did. Think about what he did for you and you only. Single yourself out. You don't have to think about everybody else. Think about what he did for you and how it's got to change your life. All right? So by going to the cross, he gave us access to receive all. I put number one down. Jesus as the ransom. He gave his life as a ransom. Right? First um, Peter 1, 18 and 19. For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you had inherited from your ancestors. And it was not paid with mere gold or silver, which lose their value. It was the precious, precious blood of, of Christ, the sinless, spotless lamb of God. God chose him as your ransom long before, long before the world began. But now in these last days, he has been revealed for your sake, for your sake. Make this personal. Make the word of God personal to you, because if it changes you, then you can change other people in the world. But if you're not changed and you're like a chameleon, you know, or, or this fake Christian that's just blending in, it, it's destructive to not only you, everyone around you. But when you take this personal, it says, has been revealed for your sake. It's because there's a higher level that you're supposed to be living at. There's a higher way that you should be living as a Christian. Because Jesus is the ransom. All right. Jesus, the reconciler. He reconciled and gave you peace with God. Romans 5.1. I'm reading out of the NLT. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Christ Jesus, our Lord, has done for us. Also, 2 Corinthians 5.19. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. He wants the most intimate relationship with you. We have to plan to devote time to develop a relationship with our Savior. Not just meet him on Sunday, meet him on Wednesday. See you then, Lord. No. He's talking to us all the time. Do we have too much going on where we don't hear his voice? He's talking to us. He's speaking to us. He's answering our prayers. You know, we pray and then we go about our day. We pray and then that's it. And then he answers 
and we're so busy. We've got voices of the world. We've got we've got voices, you know, uh, of other people's opinions. We have all these other voices coming at us. We'll 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 decide to watch Netflix instead of spend time with the Lord. Watch Netflix. Not saying that's bad. When it's not the priority, that's the problem. That's the problem. And so we have to devote time to develop this relationship. Really really a friendship. We sing that song, I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. We have to develop and work on devoting time to our friendship with God. Be like in the Old Testament, walking with God. We'll walk with God like the prophets. Well, we can walk with God. How wonderful is that? Just like we take time to bless our friends, spend time with our friends, pay money to go fly to see our friends. We do everything for our natural friends, but the most important relationship we need to form is our friendship with our Heavenly Father. I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. All right. Um, I'm going to read Ephesians 1.3. How we praise God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heaven, realms because we belong to Christ. So those spiritual blessings allow us to operate in the authority of God. What are they? Every spiritual blessing, healing, finances, joy, peace, and so on. Every, every. And if he lists them and he says every, why don't we take them all as ours? Why don't we operate in them? Why aren't, why aren't they manifesting in our lives? All right, look at that. Healing to our body. Psalm 41.3, the Lord sustains him on his sickbed. In his illness, you restore him to full health. That was the ESV. So he does healing to our bodies. But look, he doesn't just do healing to our bodies because sometimes we say the word healing and I think that's all that we um, go for. Like we automatically, we say healing and then we think of an incurable disease. That's it, right? Healing's anything, headache, cold, joint pain, heartache, marriages, relationships, healing, healing, something that's not operating right, something that's broken, something that's it, it, healing. Healing pertains to all. Look at this, healing to the heart, Psalm 34, 18, uh, also ESV. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. So these are all things. These are all things that he paid for. Jesus paid it all. All what? We don't have to sin. We don't have to uh, have the father of lies as our leader. We don't have to constantly live a life in the drudges of, uh, of uh, on our way to hell. So that's a, that's a major plus, right? When we get saved, we're, we're on our way to heaven. But now let's activate the word of God. Getting saved is not just enough. It's great. It's the best thing because I don't have to go to hell. <laughs> I ain't burning. I live in Florida. I, it's hot enough. I am not going to hell. And so <laughs> I get to go to heaven. But then my mind goes, okay, Lord, 
You didn't just die for our sins. You didn't just die so I could get to heaven and have a mansion. You did what else? You died. You got beaten. You, you shed your blood so I could have what? Access to the word of God and own it as mine. I can have a good marriage. I can have a good marriage and I can have great kids. What? This world will tell you the opposite. This world will tell you if you get married, your life is over. If you get married, it's okay if you get out of it. Just as soon as something comes up, out. You can, you can leave. Who cares about the covenant? Who cares about your vow? Who cares about your word? Okay, that's the world, right? All right, you, you, you get married. Okay, now you want to have kids. Oh, your life's over. What? You want to have kids? Or you really want to have kids in this world? This world's getting worse. You think you want to subject your kids to that? It's like, what are you talking about? You have to completely sever yourself from any way of thinking of this world. Completely sever, sever every thought that comes. Because that is exactly what they're going to say. Yeah, I, 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 Jesus died so I could have it all. I'm going to have a good marriage. I can eat my cake and have it all too. I don't care what they say. Uh, I can have it all. Why? Because Jesus paid it all. I can have good kids. I can have well-behaved kids that honor their mom and father, that, that serve the Lord wholeheartedly. They're going to live up blessed. That's going to have my ceiling as their floor. Absolutely, I can. Why? Because the word of God says so. Jesus paid it all. Jesus paid it all so I can live in this word. Jesus paid it all so I can be free. Jesus paid it all so I don't have to live in an invisible prison. Jesus paid it all so I don't have to have anxiety and, and the weight. Jesus paid it all so he could tell us, hey, there's a principle called seed time and harvest. You don't have to have debt. You don't have to live, uh, you know, struggling to struggling. You don't have to. I've given you a way out. I've given you a way out of everything that's not sent by me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. So. Finances, Philippians 4.19, and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. He will supply every need. He knows every need you want. The Lord says, I believe it's in Isaiah, I will answer you before you call. He knows. He knows what you need. He sees you. There's not too many people in the world that he doesn't know who you are. He doesn't see an issue. He doesn't see what you're asking him for. He knows you. He knows you. Okay. And he will supply every need for you. Amen. Luke 6, 38, give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap for the measure you use it will be measured back to you so we all get a measure what are we going to do with it we all get a measure we all get a measure all right how about this jesus paid it all spiritual blessing we can have peace 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 i leave with you my peace i give to you so it's an actual gift it's an actual gift. Peace is a gift. If you're not walking in peace, you have handed your peace over to something in this world. Because it says right here, 
Not as the world gives, I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. That was uh, the ESV. Let me read it in the NLT real quick. And it says, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. If we don't have peace in our heart and we don't have peace in our mind, then look what happens. And the peace I give is a gift that the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. They can't give it. And so Jesus gave you this precious gift of peace. If you are not living in this peace of this gift, this supernatural peace, we've given part of it to, over to the world. We've given it to them. We've let them come in and steal a little peace from us. All right, joy. Jesus paid it all. Spiritual blessings are mine. Joy is one of them. John 16, 24. Now, until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. How easy has God made us to have access to what he has for us, for what Jesus paid it all. How easy. Literally just says. It doesn't say you have to work 20 years. It doesn't say you have to give a million dollars. It doesn't say, um, you know, you have to do A, B, C, repeat A and C, and then you're going to get it. It says what? Ask and you will receive. Ask and you will receive. Ask and you will receive. Do we see a trend here? Ask and you will receive. That your joy may be full. And a verse that Ted lives by and has preached so many times in Psalm is what? In his presence is fullness of joy. Are we missing out on, on joy? That's our fuel. Are we missing out on it? Are we praying? Are we praising? Are we staying in his presence? Are we staying in his presence? That, that's key. You might be a stay-at-home mom, okay? I'm also one of those homeschool mom, ministry work. I mean, where I wear many hats. But you can stay in his presence cleaning up spilled milk. You can stay in the joy when, you know, your kids might be driving you a little bit crazy that day. You can stay in it. We have to choose, you know, the simple said, choose joy. Well, it is like that. It is a choice. And you're saying, hey, if there's something I need in my life, Lord, I need help with patience. I will ask, you'll help me to receive. Lord, that gift of faith, I'm asking that it goes higher. I'm asking that when I speak to a mountain, it moves. I don't have to constantly, you know, hammer something. Lord, I'm asking you for revelation in this area. I'm asking for wisdom. Isn't that what, isn't that what he did? He asked for wisdom and he got it. A lot of us, I try to configure up some kind of formula to get things from God. And it's simple. Ask, receive. Ask and receive. All right. Um, Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy 
and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. So we have all access once Christ died and we receive him as our savior. We have all, it's an all access. I always like to look at it. Um, I always like to look at it as like a VIP, you know, when you go somewhere and you know, whatever, if you go to a function, you go to a, a conference, you go, you know, you can get the packages. I get the VIP was the VIP. It's the ultimate, you know, very important person. Why? What do they get to do? Well, they get to sit with the keynote speaker. They get to have a special meal. They get to go behind the scenes. They get to go places that other people can't go. They get to go where other people can't go. See where I'm going with this? Jesus, he paid it all. So we have access to go where others can't go. We have the VIP ticket. We get to cut the line. We are children of God. And so we have the VIP access. Amen. That's how I like to look at it. And I'm like, hey, if I get access, it's just like, you know, parking spots, anything, anything that I've paid extra for. I got fast passes. When I go to Universal with my kids, I don't go unless I have a fast pass. Why? Because I'm not waiting in the long line with these people. I want to go and do the ride. I'm going to chop up my time. We're going to, hey, let's do this twice. But the other person's waiting once. I want the fast pass. I paid for the fast pass. I want the fast pass. Okay. So that's what it is. Jesus paid for the fast pass. I'm going to take the fast pass of Christ and be like, listen, I'm going to have things faster in my life. I'm going to believe my faith is going to grow. I'm going to not put a cap on it. I'm going to not put myself in a box. I'm not going to put Jesus in a box. Uh, I walk in authority. I can have it all. You know, these are the things we have to have to really register in us. I am going to have this fast pass. There, God's coming. You know, he's, Jesus is coming back soon. That, that's it. We don't have time to be this 20-year prayer project, to be this and that. No, I want to see things. God says, do this. I want to pray. I want to receive. I want it to come to pass. I'm going to move on to the next thing. He says, listen, I've given you this assignment. Okay, all right, Lord, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it with excellence. I'm going to do it quick. I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to follow instruction. Boom. Okay, on to the next assignment. There's no, you know, God's not up there. He's not on the comfy couch with his foot, uh, feet on a, on a, you know, a foot still of drinking and tea and a, and a comfy blanket. So we've got things to do, but I have a VIP ticket. You have a VIP ticket. So we need to operate. We need to get the benefits. We need to look different, stand up different, get a boldness in our spirit, operate by great faith, get that gift of faith. Like I said, if there's a revelation, instead of being ignorant our entire lives and be like, I just don't, um, get this. I'm just having a hard time. Go after the revelation of it. Get that light bulb in your spirit, man, on a particular subject. Because once you have it, you're on a whole different plane. That's it. There, you know, people say, well, you have, you have boldness or you have this or you have that. And you know what? What, what came with it because what I'm doing today, I never, never saw myself doing or, and, and uh, you know, how things are going. But, but it changed when revelation started coming. I got like, you get like a, just such a boldness and a light went on. And it's like, yeah, I should have that. I should be walking that way. That's how I should speak. 
That's how my authority should operate. And so that's what I'm going to be praying for today is that the revelation, the understanding of the word of God comes to pass in our life. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for the ones that are watching today, the ones that are, are listening again on the podcast. Thank you, Lord, that you've given us the revelation of the word of God to enlighten our spirit, to grab a hold of in our spirit man so we can operate at a higher level. Thank you, Lord, that as this year of transformation comes to pass, that we're taking ownership of the benefits of God. Thank you, Lord. Let me take a moment to say thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross. Thank you for taking that ultimate step, that ultimate sacrifice, being that for us so we don't have to live a life of sin, so we don't have to operate at a low level. We don't have to be pulled around and instructed by the enemy, Lord. You gave us a way out by Jesus paying it all. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. Thank you for being that sacrificial lamb so we don't have to do it. Thank you for thinking of us way before we were even uh, thought of here on earth, before we were even formed in our mother's womb. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for taking that time to love us so much before it was even our time to be here on earth. We love you and appreciate you. Now, Lord, I ask you that as we go about our day, go about our week, go about our months, the rest of this year, that you give us such a wisdom of the word of God, such a gift of faith, such a revelation of things that we thought maybe we knew, but we're walking at a higher level of our authority. We're walking at a higher level of our faith. Thank you, Jesus, for downloading into our spirit man the wonderful spiritual blessings, the gifts that we can operate, Lord, for only changed people are going to change the world. Lord, thank you that you've given us a benefits package and we're going to receive everything that you have for us. We're leaving nothing on the table because what you have is specific for us, specific for every individual. In Jesus name, thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you for your blessings. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.